Listening Dog Media. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The hot mess mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club yeah, it's going on as we speak. It's a bit noisy. I'm Kelly Pegg. I'm Jenny Powell. And uh, you, you have heard them already. So Rani and Lex are here from Nirali Yoga. And I bark on about my yoga and how it's changed my life. It's hot yoga. And these two beautiful girls are the reason why I'm actually an all right person. <laughs> That's it, really. Right, you can go. No. <laughs> we haven't started yet. It's no. okay. You do talk about this a lot because it's a huge passion of yours because mm. you talk about how it helps so much with just life in general, but mum anxiety, giving you that you time, loads of different benefits. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been with these ladies, Jenny? Oh, I like the way you're interviewing me here. Oh, I know. It's quite cool. Yeah. Oh, how long um, I? Sorry. Uh, it's been about 18 months. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, I've, I've tried, uh, you know, I've been into fitness most of my life and all different you know lift like a man look like a woman all that oh, you yeah. heard that one no. yeah apparently we're just talking about that because I was say, saying I want to lift again and do all that yeah. I do I miss it but it has its downsides doesn't it things like that because your muscles and everything uh, yeah, gets and very running sore. after you get to a certain age I find you know running is really bad on your joints etc yes. I've been like I mean I'm, I'm all into strength and sort of building up your your muscle mass but um for me, it was psychological first and foremost because my hormones were raging. I was get you know reaching my fifties. Um, I was turning into quite an uptight and hormonal wreck. Um, and I went to hot yoga, and not only have I found that my body's a lot better, but uh, my head is certainly a lot better, which means I'm actually a bit more popular than I used to be. <laughs> I met you at the right time, didn't you did, I? You yes, did. Oh, that's good. So um, yeah, I, I Rani um, and Nirali yoga is it's. Hot Hot yoga, um, different types of, and I'm talking too much, so I'm just going to ask Rani and Lex, who are their, their partners in crime, to just talk <laughs> through, or just give us a potted sort of version of, of what hot yoga is, as opposed to normal yoga. So hot yoga, we have the room heated, but it's fully ventilated, and everything else it's actually a bit cleaner than Bikram, um, which just gives you that deeper muscle release, muscle relaxant before you start moving, which not only allows you to get into postures a little bit easier, but it just helps with the transitions between them as well. So you have a lot of people that come and start practicing that 
are either self-conscious, really body conscious, or just have the whole fear of, I'm not good enough to do this, I can't touch my toes, the, I can't list if I can't backbend, this, that and the other. And the heat and the tone that we set in the studio with lighting, with smells, it just sort of really takes all that initial pressure away and lets people focus on their own practice and what they want to get out of their mat and the, their time with us. Because the thing about yoga is, it, it, there is no ego, is there? That's oh, I was told, is that true? Because I remember I did a hot <laughs> yoga class and I'm quite a competitive person. So, you know, if some, so-and-so next to me can do something and I can't, then I get annoyed. My friend, she's been doing it for years and she does all the handstands and everything. She's incredible at it. And I was really pissed because I can't do anything like that. I can't <laughs> even do a forward roll. And I was getting really agitated. And the, the guy that ran the class said, there's no ego in yoga. Like, you just got your own time and you mustn't kind of compete with anyone else is that true or it is but as much as we say no ego we still have that bit of ego yeah um, we all we do try, don't yeah. we uh, we try as much as we can but as a human being we are competitive a bit mm. so we always think that we can do a bit more instead of just connecting the whole idea about yoga is just to connect with you understanding how your posture is with your breath well, we say it a lot, even teachers, but we always push ourselves a bit more. Yeah. Just we can do a bit more, a bit more. That is a bit of ego. You try as much as you can, but the whole idea about it is just to understand your own body, how it works, and then connect it with your breath. So when we talk about the flexibility, how many years of training does it take to be able to kind of do all those moves? I imagine there's loads of them. How long's a piece of string? Right. So it's forever kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I think, go on. Anatomically, like, we're all so different. So you've got the whole nature-nurture argument of what have you got Alignment. biologically, naturally? What have you done historically? Did you train as a gymnast when you were a kid? Like, you still retain some of that muscle memory, even yeah. if you've not done it for 20 years. So what somebody might achieve in three months might take somebody else three years. Somebody else who's broken their hip and has got a hip replacement might take three, four years to progress. So it really depends, and it's not about the progress that you make physically in the postures, I don't think. Something that I always try and teach in my classes is that, yes, we practice for progress, not perfection, but the progress is not in how we look, it's in how we feel in the postures. So it's really about that mental connection with where you are internally rather than am I in perfect alignment in this perfect posture looking great for a photo there's no perfection oh I love no that perfection you see yeah that's what people want to hear I think that that they feel like they have to yes. be this perfect model of you know a yogi and it's not and also what you always your mantra always is as well it's a practice isn't it it is yeah it is a practice so it, it's all about every time you go, it's not, oh, right, I've ticked a box here. It's you just keep practising and practising. Because every, yeah, every day you wake up different. Every yeah. day, sometimes if, you, if you're really stressed out, um, your hips are a bit tighter. Yeah, on your, and you can get tight in very different places, depending yeah. on what you do in the week, what job you do, what other exercise you do. The weather. All so, yeah, there's so many different variables, isn't there? Yeah, And is. as you get older, you get tighter. More. <laughs> and the one thing is, I go on a Monday... It's just a number. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't right feel there. like that, I tell you. <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, I always go on a Monday morning um, with Rani, and... Um, it's great because one of the first things she says, and it was really profound for me, was, you know, just how do you feel? Let's before we do anything, just just tap into how you're feeling today, mm. how your morning started, and how because you know every day is different. Mm. And I'd never done that. 
I've literally just got up and I was like a machine and like tick a box. Well, I've got no time to think about how I feel, what's going on in my, you know, sort of inwardly. And I think it is a real sort of testament to you yeah. that your man- the mantras are so important and what you say as much as what we do as well. It's true. It's true. I believe mainly as a mom as a mom and you're working and you have kids and you wake up in the morning and you're rushing and then you're telling your husband off and then you're late for the kids, telling them get ready, mm. tidying up. If you have a dog, you have to do everything in one hour. And it's amazing how a woman can multitask. Yeah, and a man definitely can't, but that's <laughs> a whole other episode. <laughs> Sorry We're for just giggling Callum. at Callum. <laughs> Bless his Mate, heart. I'm sorry for any guys listening. I've yet to find a man that can. Callum, how did you get your neck around your ear like that? <laughs> sorry. But you know what? But I was Harry, thinking about right. this before you came today. You're so right. That's what we do in the morning, and then when the, everyone's gone, depending on what you do, you're either getting ready for them all to come back, going to do your job. Yeah. You know, when do mums ever take that time to tap into them yeah they don't no they really don't even us as yoga teachers um we don't so i find it's always nice it's your practice um everybody teaches it differently but i believe that at that that moment um as a member not as a teacher just sitting there closing my eyes i try as much as i can to stop thinking and i realize you can't really they say with meditation it's it's the most it's one of the time that all my thoughts are coming in mm. and I'm thinking, what the hell is this? So instead of actually just fighting it, just check in, see how you are. Why are you feeling like this? Why are you a bit anxious? Maybe maybe because you've been running around all morning with the kids. Yeah. Maybe you're extra tired because you're so drained. You're just so drained that you are emotional wreck. But just just lying yeah. there. Not selling this mum thing to any women as no, no. kids. <laughs> we don't sell it this way at all, do we? Let's be honest. But even not as a mummy, just as a working lady or mm. just a single woman on her own yeah. or coming home and she's on her own, she needs to cook, she needs to do this, that, finish, yeah, yeah. and then she goes to bed and wakes up and it's the same routine again. Mm. Yeah. You just forget sometimes just to sit there and just be. Yeah. And I find it's always nice just to lie there or in meditation just you... See how you're feeling, if there's any tightness. There's a reason why you feel tight around the shoulders. There's a reason why your belly hurts. There's a reason why you feel like you're coughing a lot because you can't breathe well because you're so tired, you're so agitated. There's something, there's always a reason for whatever you're feeling. So what was it that introduced you into yoga then for both of you? Because I think, you know, for for being in the place (laughs) you are now, very different reasons for everyone, for for everybody who goes as well, but as instructors... Um, I was a fitness trainer and a personal trainer for about 12 years ago, what, since 2006. But I was born with scoliosis. And after having kids, it made it a bit worse. The back pain started all over again. And then it affected my lifestyle a bit and it had to stop. And then for me, my stress release was boxing and tennis. Mm-hmm. Um and I wasn't allowed to do them anymore because of the twisting and all that. So everything just stopped. And divorce, moved here, family back home, starting, the stress of it, everything just it hit me. And it affected my back. And I wasn't allowed to work, so no income. Um, yeah, so slowly I started again and then my physio um, said that I should start doing yoga. They said just restorative, just tiny stretches, just to start all over again. Because I was in the hospital for about two weeks. And I started, the first few, I hated it. <laughs> because I'm not used to just 
lying there or sitting up or stretching. I was going to say, like, boxing is a very active, very, very, yeah. Yeah, because I am hyper. I am. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. (laughs) I like to feel like I've smashed something. Yeah, exactly. And then I feel like I've trained, you know. I'm like, yes, I lifted that weight. Yes, I hit that bag. Yeah. Yeah. So then to come down from that into a completely different form of of exercise and meditation, it's very different, isn't it? Yeah, I hated it. I hated it for a few weeks and I gave up. I started doing um, reformers, pilates, at least I'm still moving a bit. Yeah. And I don't need to close my eyes. I don't need to actually just listen to my own breath. And it was a, it was a weird feeling all over. Um, but then I met one, a friend of mine who's a personal trainer, Stuart, and then he started it slowly without me realizing I'm doing yoga. We started doing one-to-one together and he added few meditation without me realizing just just lie down just squeeze your arm relax it feel the tension feel how is this aching and then feel the chest the shoulders and as soon as he came round the shoulder he told, he told me to take a deep breath in I just started crying because <laughs> I've mm. never actually just sat there mm. somebody telling me how to breathe and then so I gave it a go again I gave it a chance I gave myself a chance mm. yeah and that's it I think yeah. you do have wow. to give it time yeah. Because it, it's, patience. you know, yeah, patience. It's not just like having a different workout in the gym. No. It's much, it's much more than that. Yeah. And, it, and it's giving yourself to the time and the, um, the capacity to actually uh, tap in with your emotions as well as your body. Mm. Um, but what about you, Lex? How did you find yoga? What was the reason? Um, so my background, <laughs> well... While I was teenager-ish, I kind of like wandered around the planet a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> scuba diving is my other thing. So at 18, I disappeared off to Mexico for six months and went and worked on a conservation project there and then moved to the Seychelles. Did the same thing, saving whale sharks. Yes. Oh, wow! <laughs> the whale sharks need saving. That's oh, amazing! Which is really fun. Just threw that yeah. one in, didn't know that. <laughs> I suddenly, I feel very small. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, came back and happened that when I came back from there, my mum was quite poorly did the whole university thing and then <laughs> she passed away and then I disappeared again halfway through uni because you know you're 21 and can't really deal with life so mm. let's go to Asia that's where everyone goes um <laughs> when I eventually came home and actually did normal life I went and worked in hospitality so restaurant management and all sorts of other stuff in that and sort of 10 years in it I became very very poorly like mentally very unwell physically it's a very, very stressful unwell. job that is yeah. a very stressful very career. long hours super stressful yeah terribly paid the hospitality industry in this country is disgusting um for what is expected of you yeah and for what you need to do and like you just literally give everything to the job like your work colleagues become your family you spend 1900 hours a week with them you don't have time to eat sleep do anything with anybody else and it's not good for you is it at all no but then you get really emotionally attached to it and really wrapped up in the whole ethos Mm -hmm. of like but these people need me and if i'm not here and like all that egocentric stuff like just really takes hold um but yeah i got very very unwell and then my dad got unwell and then he died which is (laughs) but then at the end of it it's like you know what I i was done I was completely depleted. I was on the floor and I took myself back to Asia and just had three months completely secluded. R&R, I had no idea what I was going to do. And when I came home, I was just like, whatever. I just need some space to start figuring things out and did a lot of meditating, worked with a wonderful group of therapists to try and start untangling the mess that was my brain. Um, and slowly through 
where I was, started practicing yoga there, which was hilarious because we had this teeny tiny amazing Thai woman who was completely self-taught <laughs> yeah. teaching us yoga at six o'clock in the morning on this rooftop in Sriracha, which is a really industrial city. It's not very pretty. <laughs> right. It's in a really, really industrial part of Thailand, but it's incredible. And the Buddhist community there is amazing. Um, in Lan started teaching us and she would go into what I now consider like, oh, that binds it dead easy. I just remember my mind being blown at the shapes that this body, that this woman could get her body to move into mm. and how easy it felt. But then also like the horrible thing that we would literally spend an hour sat in meditation every morning before we started doing anything. And going from that like twitchy, <laughs> like I'm a really irritable person, like I constantly click and fidget and everything else, to be told that you've got to sit still for an hour before you start your day mm. and that you've got to spend that hour not thinking, not introspecting, but learning to hone the practice of being aware of how you feel and where your brain's at, but then not attaching to it and understanding that that's what people mean by meditation. It's not the succession of thought. It's not the emptying of your brain. It's the ability to sit and be still with yourself. Mm. Which is really Which is really hard. hard. Even <laughs> you can talk about Kelly, it. you could take a leaf out of us. Yeah, you yeah. start with me? I mean, I'd be, I'd be in Asia forever. <laughs> I don't think you'd ever get me back. But isn't it interesting because you simplify it there. You take it Mm. right back down to the bone, really, because the things I take out of what you've both said is that, you know, for women in whatever situation, it it might be, you know, a lot of people will resonate with your story. Life-changing, though, for both of you as well. And, you know, yours is very different, Rani. Mm. But, you know, basically it's that, you said when you're entangled, you're so tangled up in so many things. And just to give yourself that time to unravel yeah, and that's you know, something and that we're terrible still. at. We yeah. don't give ourselves time. No, we, don't. we talk about it all the time, don't we? I, I saw somebody post. Um, he's a personal trainer, and he posted that people get very confused with self care and self soothing. It was a very interesting post. And I read it and I was like, yeah, that's right. These things are very different, actually. We sort of, I do it. Oh, I've had a bit of self-care. I've had a bath. Well, that's what big, that is not a big deal, is it? But to me, like, to have a bath without anyone in my house after me. Yeah. Only kids trying to, to get in Shouting it or, at me or yeah. getting in it with me, yeah. Scrubbing your back with a loo brush. Yeah, bloody yeah. miracle. Yeah. yeah. You know, Picture the scene, everyone. I'm just yeah. giving you a visual. Yeah. But we aren't very good. We talk about it. Got to have me time, me time, me time but actually me time isn't necessarily cocktails and cake what you're talking about is something that we should all sort of take on board because you frightened me when you just said how hard it is to sit with your own thoughts for an hour mm. I thought oh my god I don't think it's I could hard, do that it's hard mm. yeah I just don't think I could because I shut a lot of doors on mine do it all minutes. the time yeah and like gradually build up to it it's hard. It's, it's fascinating. Really hard. I did I did once when I was doing all my healing because uh, I trained in Ashtanga. So my mentor uh, thinks that I'm a bit crazy, that I can't Thanks. shut my mouth. I don't stop. <laughs> he said, I, I think. So he'll be telling me something. Instead of me listening, I'll be already thinking within what to answer oh back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he said he can read my body language. So he took me away with him. Um, we went to this place. It wasn't. It wasn't anywhere. It was just in Liverpool, and there's like gong and stuff, and then a lot of Buddhists um, all dressed. You need to help them for three days, but you can't talk. Three days. <gasps> oh God! You did that for three days, Rani. No way. I cried the second day. <laughs> <laughs> I cried all day. <laughs> 
hard. It was the you hardest. You just shut up for five oh, minutes. Oh, oh. Three days. But you know, I wouldn't mind everyone else not talking to me, it but I still have to talk. You know, I'm not kidding. Oh, that must, that's, that's the most challenging. Did you not just want to open the door, stick your head out the door, just go, and then go back in again? But this guy, this guy does it every three months. Every three months, he does it for a whole week, Vipassana, it's called. Um, Did you find it really helped though? You know, when you you finished three days, how did you Um, feel? The first day, it wasn't as hard. I thought, oh, I can do this. I can do this because I was moving. I was helping them uh, because they help all the homeless and stuff like that. And then you do the classes. So it was nice. But by... Six o'clock, everything is done. I had a shower and I want my phone. There's no yeah. phone. Oh, God, so you're not allowed your phone either? No, yeah, no, they take it off you. Oh. <laughs> I think I'd cry at that. <laughs> yeah, so then if there's no phone, what else are you going to do? And there's no book, there's nothing to read. I'm in this room thinking, what do I do now? What do I do? So I did a bit of yoga, I walked around, came back out. <laughs> I tried to sleep as if somebody was talking to me. Yes. It's like, it felt like somebody was talking to me. What an experience. Yeah. yeah, and in the morning you wake up, uh, I thought, I felt like, oh my God, the thoughts that were coming in this brain of mine was a bit scary. Mm. So is that what it's supposed to do, I suppose, because you are left alone with yourself, basically, aren't yeah. you? Which is, it was hard. For me, it was easy for, he did, He gave me the easiest one. He actually made me do things in the day because he knew I would just go crazy. But, so the second day, it was, for me, it was the hardest. It was too, too hard and I could not stop crying. Be a bit then, rubbish on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you go, can we send a film crew? Yeah. Oh God, okay, I would actually yeah. pay money to watch you being silent. <laughs> I tried it, it helped. But that's the thing as well. There's there's different classes. There's different types of yoga yeah. at Narali. So you know, it's choosing what suits you. Yeah, definitely. And you two are so, what comes across from talking to you both. So individual stories, but you're both very experienced to help different people mm. who've got who need to find that time and those thoughts. But maybe because of different reasons. I think that's really important. If you're gonna like Jenny raves about you, you know, she's always saying about <laughs> it and how it's changed her. She always mentions it <laughs> when we talk about feeling good and looking after ourselves. And you know, if, if someone's gonna sign up with you, they need to feel that, don't they? You know, they've got to know that you guys get it. You get yeah, that, they've, yeah. that there's something there. They want, you know, that kind of community yeah which is why I love what you said at the beginning it makes sense a bit now Lexi where you say it's nothing to do with how you look or taking pictures like these idiots do in the gym they stop the poses we are those idiots we do go and take pretty pretty pictures (laughs) 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 we've got to at some point but during (laughs) during the lesson (laughs) we are not holier than now unfortunately But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's about so much more than that. But we're so lucky with the teachers that we've got because we've got... We've, well, yeah. it's family for a start. Like it at is the family. studio, it's like a big, crazy, dysfunctional Very family. Very dysfunctional family. <laughs> but we've all <laughs> got like not just different styles of teaching but different backgrounds. And we find with members at the studio that wherever anybody is, there's someone that can help them with whatever it is they're dealing with which is incredible and it speaks volumes to the strength of the team that you've built around you and your energy that you've attracted that group of people that we come together and work in such beautiful synergy mm. and like there's no competition between like well these are my classes and I only want members to come to my classes it's like no if you're feeling like this go and see Karen Karen will help you with this if you want right. to you want to jump around up and down you want to play with handstands great go see John you want to do some strength work awesome go go play with Anetta mm. like we feed into each other and we feed around each other and that's mm. why we've got such a lovely community 
in it because it's not just somewhere that you come to do yoga and tick it off your list of like get cool wellness done for the day it's that you come for so much more than that that's why we all stick around there as well because we love it yeah it's my happy place Oh, it's so gorgeous. But you give so much. I always think when we come out of um, our classes or even before we go in, we're already offloading. That's yeah. the thing I realised <laughs> as being a teacher. You know, I'm the first person, I'm right in here. Sometimes I go, I'm going to go 10 minutes earlier because I've got to tell Rani Alex about my problem. <laughs> they, know my, they know about my ovaries like you wouldn't believe in my uterus. <laughs> I can't tell you more than me. You know, and... <laughs> You know, they don't necessarily... They haven't really signed up for that. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They must really like you, Jenny Powell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> must really like me, yeah. Um, and and that's that's the thing that I, I really appreciate. But how do you deal with that? Because it's not just me. There's another 30-odd people going to walk through the doors going to do, do the same thing. I find I always advise my teachers that they have... Their energy should be grounded, because days, if I am in balance and I feel really stressed out from my own life, because I have my own issues as well outside my studio. And you're a mum as well, mm. so busy, busy, teenage busy. Boys. Teenage oh. boys too. So mm. when it's like that, if somebody comes in and their energy is really down and sad, I can always feel it as well because I'm not grounded. Right. So it does affect me sometimes. Yeah, of course. But I try to, um, at the studio, I always know. So if a member comes in and then she's really feeling how she is and then how her energy is and what she needs and what she's expecting, because we're all so close with the teachers, automatically I know who she needs. Yeah. Automatically I know who what energy, with. who she'll click with, yeah. who would help her. Um, so I, I always advise my teachers that I always keep practicing, but then we preach it. We don't actually do it as much. Well, you're looking uh, after all your clients, so it's yeah. hard, isn't it? To <laughs> yeah. get, isn't that the way, yeah. though? You know, like when you're in that industry that you you have to try and get your time in too, but you've got all cl your clients that you're yeah, serving every it day. Does, it does, it um, does. Two weeks ago, I didn't train at all because we've been because we we're um, relaunching the business and everything like that, and we've been doing a lot of photo shoots, things that admin work. Things that I do not like. I can teach all day and help people all day. <laughs> don't give me computers. Trying to make her sit in front of a computer is yeah. like trying to nail jelly to the wall. Like on a Monday, I literally sit her down. It's one admin day a week. And like literally five hours in, she's like, can I go home now? Let me go. Why am I still looking at this? So yeah, it's it's nice to just find time. And I realised how much, I didn't realise how much I needed it. And I did one of my teacher's class. I actually drove all the way there just to do it instead of adding a client in mm -hmm. and then as soon as she did a back a back bending as soon as I did it I, I was crying and then crying and I'm thinking get a grip and wipe out all my members <laughs> to see me cry but they it's amazing about going backwards can't. though isn't there that I, I can't do the the back bends but after I had my daughter I had back problems lower back and I started to do pilates sorry mm. if that's a swear oh. word in the world of yoga but um, and I remember being on a swiss ball and her putting me in a position where I was basically right back mm. and she said I'm just going to leave you there for a couple of, I'm going to be back, I'm just going out the room and I'm and literally, I just cried because I'd had a baby for the first time, I had mm. this lower back problem, getting out the house seemed like a mammoth task mm. and it's like there's something about that position. Is that a heart opening? Comes. Well, it's a heart opener. opener. Yeah. It's a heart yeah. opener. And See, I've been listening. You know, it's a heart opener. <laughs> it is. It's a heart <laughs> opener. Yoga knowledge. <laughs> heart <laughs> opener. But you're not heart allowed opener. to speak as well, that'll be the icing on oh, the cake. No, <laughs> 
<laughs> you're doing a heart opener and you can't speak for three days leaning on the football. Okay, see you soon. Yeah. But those heart openers, what's really interesting is now I know what they are and when they're coming. Um, and I know how I've tapped into how I feel quite a lot. I know when I'm going to cry when I go in because I, I I do when we when I do mm. some practices I you know there are moments and I will cry when I come out um, but that is a good thing yeah um, well it's all about the like you say just connecting with everything yeah not avoiding it. it but you know having Release. those thoughts go through your head and your body and all the movements that you're doing it's mm. needed yeah, yeah it's needed it's needed it's needed. Oh, I feel so chilled sitting here. I know, isn't it? Well, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. But you know what's what's truly amazing, and I will say this now. Um, I, I've had sort of later on in life for me as well. Um, you know, I've had some big jobs come on. You know, with an experience mm-hmm. with you know facing having to. St- yeah. You know, all of a sudden, you know, I've been in TV for like thirty odd years, but you know, things are quietened down. You know, not doing as much, and then to get this big job where all of a sudden it's like, uh, right, so uh, we're just going to leave you to it. You got an hour and a half speech to Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone or Mel Gibson or whatever. And my complete attitude and my approach to my interviews changed because of my practice at Well, I remember saying to you about it when we talked about it on the podcast when you had done Arnie and Stallone, Mm. and I said I'd be in bits. I'd be chewing my nails, I'd be sweaty palms, I'd be Mm. beside myself going out in front of that audience. And she said, no, I was fine. And it's because of the practice that I do at Neuralink. And I honestly mean that. And I remember standing backstage with the very first one I had to do. And there's like a floor manager with me. And I held my hand up. And there was 1,500 people out there. And I'd only met Sylvester Sloan for like 30 seconds. So I still wasn't comfortable. And nobody really knew what the hell I was going to do, including me. And um, Sly sack. I said, best my, stories ever. I said to my floor manager, I said, look at this. And I held my hand up in front of her and it wasn't, it was steady as. Wow. And I say it now, that's my little mantra. Before I go on stage each time, I always go steady as. And I said, that's my yoga. Because I would never have been like that. I would never have been like that. I would have been in bits. Um, so what, what, what you take out of your practice, you can apply in so many different ways areas of your life that's what i'm trying to say yeah i'm showing off a bit no but that's what i'm saying it's it's where you apply what you learn uh in your practice that you can take in so many different places well i'm converted I'm going to stop. Sorry, Pilates. I'm going to have to give this a go. We do have Pilates class on a Friday if you want to do Pilates and yoga. Oh, well, I I just think I want to do the yoga now. Thanks very much. But just to you know, I mean, Neurali's uh, a a new company, a different one to the one from before. But, you know, working mum for, you know, Rani, she's got two teenage boys. You've got it all going on. Um, And, you know, for... For you, as a hot, in the hot mess mums club, I think you know it's a real. Um, I, I, ju- I just admire you. I do because I think when you've got all that going on, it's it's amazing that you can set up what you have, but also it's how you can help other people. Yeah, and, and coming women. from what you went through as well, your back yeah. injuries, a divorce, moving countries, all yeah. of that. Same with you, Lexi, losing your parents, mm. traveling and trying to find your way, and then to come to this. You're both really special. Mm. I think you can feel that actually when you sat yeah. here. I do believe in energies and things yeah. like that. Um, but you know, it's incredible. What it's you've nice. Done. We are teachers. It's not like um, we've created a family because yeah. so many of us we don't have that much family around us. Mm. We don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> So, like, even when I was in Christmas time, my friend of mine, 
one of the teachers who was really, really down. I wasn't there. So all I had to do was send a message to the other group, the women group chat. So I do not forget him. And they made sure they did not. Same with the other teacher. So they would not call their sisters or their friends. We are the family. Yeah. Well, life can be yeah. bloody lonely. It I is. mean, it can. Mm. You know, whether you've got lots of people around you or not, <clears throat> sometimes you can still feel incredibly lonely, can't yeah. you, for one reason or another. Mm. So You can have so many people around you and you still feel lonely. Yes, very much. Yeah. But this yeah. is a, a place where you can connect and there's a community. Um, and it's a nice community. It is. It's a good one. And perfect for mums, absolutely perfect in as every well. respect. Yeah. And hormonally, yeah. again, because it's hot yoga, I think it, it. I mean, you know, there's a science to it as well, isn't there? Um, so th- there's so much it can help with. And um, I'm glad you, I'm glad you can make it. Can I get out of this lotus position now? Because it's really painful, <laughs> and I've just realised, you know, we're not taking any pictures. So um, tell us your 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 business handle on Instagram for any mums or women listening that think, oh, I'd like to look these ladies up. How can they find you? Um, uh, if it's Instagram, it's Nar- Nar- Yoga. Yeah, um, But we have our website. NaraYoga.co.uk. Oh, fantastic. Well, so they should come. Yeah. They should. Thank you so much to Thank both you of you us. for being part of uh, the you. podcast today. It's been lovely meeting part you. Part of the family. Yes. Hopefully you'll come and try it. Yeah, yeah I'll get her over. You should, Definitely. Yeah. I think you you're both really special. Can we record something while we're there? <laughs> Love it. Can we? Oh, let's take, let's record <laughs> something. Oh, bloody hell. I'm not doing back bends next to you. <laughs> we could just hear, <laughs> like no, we can't. We just hear a groaning and grunting. <laughs> and, well, there's a few grunts we've I had thought, in do our know class as well. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. I do ask about that and people that fart, oh but I thought, my God. I thought oh perhaps no, the farting's not the thing. It's people we breathing. Guy, we had a guy and the woman turned around to him and then it was right. It was a Tuesday 7.30 class and she went, are we creating an orchestra here? Yeah. <laughs> But oh, I was, was making these noises, sexual noises. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it was the same guy, and he was next to me. You know, you know, it's beautifully quiet, and there's some lovely um, sort of like karma music going on, whatever, and uh, all to do with the meaning tune with your heartbeat and being in the womb, blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, and I'm trying to listen to that. He's going, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so of course, oh my god, it's the orgasm big guy. So we get out, and I'm putting my trainers back on to go home. And he comes out the door and I went, are you having an orgasm? <laughs> yes, you did. How did she ask him? In front of everyone. <laughs> what I've did seen he say? I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him for a bit. No, no I think I might have put, would always come and he'd sit like right in the middle of the studio. So we've got like five rows of mats, but he would always take the one slap bang, middle row, middle, <laughs> lie on the floor like oh, no. some kind of crucified Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But we do, like, obviously different breath practice and stuff, and some of them are quite loud. New Jai breath is, like, a really nice, like, circular breath. Sounds like ocean waves. Well, like Should we do it? it? Let's do it. Do it. <laughs> Podcast worthy, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Come on, you can do it as well. It's like waves. It sounds like I'm having an orgasm. Ready? Right. Okay, yeah, what so, do we do? So okay. the whole idea, you try to activate the back of the throat. Okay. So imagine you're frosting a glass, but with the mouth closed, so it's not forced. Just let it pass through the back. So breathe in. Breathe out. <laughs> what are you growling? You sound like you're snoring. I'm sorry, I couldn't. Sorry, like that anyway. Let's do another so one. Mouth closed. <laughs> mouth closed. <laughs> Not first. I'll try relax the jaw okay. and just gently engage the back yeah. of the throat. Just gently. So breathing in. You're <laughs> <laughs> Not snoring. Definitely sorry, not no, sorry. Go. 
try it with your mouth open. Okay. Frost the glass. Do it. <laughs> no, suck the you air in with the mouth open slightly. So in through the nose, out through the mouth. Now try it with the mouth closed. Imagine you're sighing exasperatedly at your husband. I think I've got a way to go. Thank you very much.